Gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to the Conspiracy Castle. I am your conspiracy asshole, and we have internet legend, beautiful, uh, uh, I would even call her almost a YouTube starlet, the one, the only, Brittany Vinti. Brittany, welcome to the Conspiracy Castle, and I'm a simp. You know, I know you're on the simp cast with Chrissy Mayer, and, uh, you know, I don't want to call you a thought, because that stands for, you know, that hoe over there. But in a way, you are kind of an internet, you know, a lot of guys do simp over you on the internet. So uh, uh, what is that like to have guys that kind of idolize over your uh, punani, as for lack of a better word? Um, well, I can tell you're sent from that amazing intro. Thank you for <laughs> calling me a starlet. Um, as far as how I feel about it, I don't. You don't? Wow. See, and Brittany, you know, you're legendary for, I guess, trying to trolling people. And I'm a troll myself. You know, I go and I troll a lot of these city council meetings. So I like it. I think we kind of need a good natured ribbing. Your cat there is too. And, and I have, listen, I have five cats. Okay. We both have to hold our cats for the screenshot. This will be the screenshot of the episode. Sky Bear, say hey. So listen, though, I have what is called toxoplasmosis. And that's the parasite in their fecal matter. And, um, and it's called crazy cat lady syndrome. And supposedly once you get that parasite, it makes you more like a cat. And I feel like that's true because I'm always like, you know, like I sleep with my cats. I mean, I mean, I like them more than if I have a girl in bed, a sky bear is curled up with me more than the girl. So what does that, what does that say? And do you think you have toxoplasmosis, Brittany? Um, you know, have you gotten tested for it? I don't know. Can you get tested? But I mean, you know, it's like it's it's almost like an STD. Like if you have bumps on your dick, you don't even do you need to get tested. You know, you got something. You know, I feel like I know I got I have toxoplasmosis, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Oh, um, I'm not sure if I have it. Um, I think that if anything, I give my cats a disease being around me. So it's fair. You think you give them the disease? No, Brittany, you're a beautiful young lady. What disease can you give them? Whoa, whoa, whoa. I said, I said, give them the disease. Not that I was ugly. Calm down. I know, but what do you mean? I mean, disease, like, what are you giving these people? The flu? What can you give these cats? I feel like they're, they're almost indefensible. These things have nine lives. How, what could you infect it with? Uh, well, I feel bad for them. They're always around me when I'm like being a schizo. So I feel like, my mental illness rubs off on them a little bit. You know, the terminal illness of being a woman, we're all naturally just crazy. So, you know, and they're girl cats too. So they're getting uh, doubly disabled right there. Wait, how many girl cats do you have? Two. Wait, I'm such a simp for you because I mean, I have five and four of them are boys. There's one girl and Dusty's on her last leg. She has kidney disease, renal failure. Oh, it makes me sick. She's always going to the bathroom. Oh, I don't know what I'm going to do. She's going to die soon. I think, I mean, you know, sooner than later, obviously. Uh, so it's funny that I have a bunch of her. 
I guess is that what do we like? Do we want to die? No, Brittany, don't act like that. You don't want to die. Life's so sure, Brit. Don't act I'm like excited. that. I'm excited. Good. No, Brittany. Imagine if it were longer. Brittany, do not Ugh. troll. Can you imagine how short life is? Okay, tell me this though. When you started on YouTube, you know about how long ago did you start on YouTube? Like six, seven years ago. Like eight. Or like eight. I'm saying, but how fast did that go by? Is what I'm saying. I bet it feels felt like yesterday, kind of when you started. Um, I don't know. It feels like a long time ago. I feel like as you get older, the time goes faster. And I saw a theory about this. They say it's because as you get older, um, it's like a, the percent changes, right? So when you're a kid, you have all this life ahead of you. You have only 1% of your life done, right? But once you get to like 25%, well, now you only have 75% left. So because it's like a percent thing, as you get older, time goes by faster. So I feel like Time started really flying when I turned 23, like 22, 23. That feels like yesterday. Wow. To me. That is really, uh, that's, that's true. Because when you're talking about the percentage of life left, that's probably why we feel like that. And I guess, you know, like our lives get so regimented by months. And if you think about it, like, you know, uh, uh, you know, that's not that many months. What is it? Uh, 12 months times 30 years is like 400 months. So really, if you I don't know. I'm don't you, ask me about math. I know, but if you broke it down like that, you don't have that much. Like, there's this guy in the NFL, and supposedly he has, like, you know, I think he has, like, you know, considering he has, like, 500 months left or something, and every month he has a stone in his house he takes out of it. And this guy has, like, $100 million. That's kind of morbid, you know what I mean? Uh, but it seems like you really looking forward to dying. But I don't I, – that, that's not really – that's – come on, that's shtick. You don't want to die, Brit. No way, Jose. It doesn't really matter if you want to die. It's going to happen anyway. I mean, unless you can turn to a vampire, but alas, I'm turning 25, so that's not happening. Well, what about – what is the transhumanistic agenda? Uh, uh, okay, so you know they want to create the metaverse, and now they say they have gloves and that they'll be able to create virtual reality where the sex is indistinguishable from actual sex. So would you, if if you got to live forever in in the in the metaverse and you got to have unlimited money and you got to, you know, date whoever you wanted, would you go into the metaverse to live forever, Britt? Um. No, I think death seems more exciting. Like, because in life, you're already, if you can just enter yourself essentially into a second simulation, right? It's like you're only going off of the perspectives that you know about, right? And the things that you know and can conceptualize. And I feel after death, you can experience things that you can't conceptualize. And I think that's more interesting. So what do you kind of think happens? Like, so you think, uh, uh, are you religious? Do you think you go to heaven or hell? Like, what do you, I mean, I know you don't know, but what do you think happens when we die? Well, I believe in eternal love. And so like for me, for example, when I'm looking for um, a husband, I'm not just simply looking for a husband. I'm looking for a soul binding. And so I like to believe that love is eternal. And um, I also believe that whatever happens after death is based on your own belief. Like literally, I think that it can coexist and um, all at once, you know, kind of like uh, different dimensions and things like that. So some people can't go to hell and some people can, you know, do nothing, I guess. If they believe in it, if they believe that's where they're going to go, then that's where they're going to go. In my opinion. What about reincarnation? You don't believe in that. So again, I think it's based on if the person believes it. So like for me, um, I'm not so sure about it. I lean more towards no, because that's not what I would like after death. So, but I do think that people, um, what happens to them is based on their belief look how, and it coexists with one another. Look how low vibrational we got that we start the show off in the first 10 minutes. We're talking about death. You know, we got to talk about life. You're a beautiful young lady. You have your whole life ahead of you. And we're already talking about death. Ugh, just, don't remind me. No, but it makes me sick. Cause everything that we see on the news is trauma based mind control. Brittany, they tell it, they got you the death scroller. They always want to make you think about your, you know, uh, your existential, you know, life, or I guess that you're, you're, you know, that you're going to die. They try to remind you about it every day. And I'm kind of sad because I get nihilistic like you sometimes realizing I'm going to die. My mom, I lost my mom recently and I'm trying to get already so low vibration already. And that kind of made me less afraid to die because now, wow, a $5 donation. Thank you. So, but what I'm saying, I believe that when we die, we get reincarnated into the land of the Sonichus. 
Okay, somebody Get thinks Chris Chan pilled. So somebody thinks when we die that we go to the land of Sonic Juice. Are you a big Chris Chan fan? Are you like do you love uh is that is that an inside joke or something to somebody? No. Oh I I follow Chris Chan. Me too. I love I mean I like Chris Chan. I just I just wonder why that there's someone nobody on my channel brings up Chris Chan. It's just funny. Uh uh, what do you think about the saga of Chris Chan and, and what he did to his mom? I mean, is it because he's mentally disabled? Does that give him a kind of a, a pass to go to a mental health facility instead of a prison, in your in your opinion? I mean, in my opinion, with Chris Chan, I think he should go to a mental facility, not because we should be nicer to him, but because it would just be more appropriate. Like, what's jail going to do for him, right? Jail is for a place for people to reflect and think about what they did so that they can change and reflect, right? Chris Chan's too mentally ill to do that. He can't even conceptualize what he did like a normal person. By normal, I mean someone who is um, aware. He's not self-aware. So he can't even conceptualize what he did. So what good is jail going to do? It, he's not going to reflect. He's not going to learn. Um, he has a learning disability. So therefore, I believe that he belongs in um in a cage but like in a mental facility <laughs> i like that terminology still belongs in a cage but just uh little padded walls and i tend to agree with you because he obviously has a serious mental health issue and he's lived his life on um the internet but at the same time he knows right and wrong he knows what he did is wrong like we know christian is i mean he's he's a little smarter than he leads leads on the internet but he's also severely autistic right. or retarded so it's like this catch-22 just because he can be smart for a minute doesn't mean that his you know decision-making skills or his like you know a coping mechanism or his ability to see what's real and not is probably skewed so yeah i i tend to agree i don't think he is like some sort of hardened criminal that he did something disgusting uh but i don't even know what he did you know who knows he that could be some sort of fantasy so i'm sure he probably did something bad um but like putting a guy in jail, you know, uh, like that, that has a serious mental health issue that's like basically retarded, just doesn't, he seems like jail is going to be worse for him. Like he'll get murdered or sexually molested in there. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Do people actually care if that happens to him? Like, like it, just as a concept, why should people care morally? what happens to someone who acts um, subhuman? You could argue like he doesn't know what he's doing. You could use that argument. Maybe it's a good argument. Um, but if you, if you're using the argument of, well, he knows he did to some extent and then it's like, should you feel bad for what happens to him? Not encouraging, uh, unaliving people. I'm just simply posing the question here. It's kind of like a uh, Peter files. It's like, do I care about Peter files? What happens to them? Um, yes, I care if something good happens to them, but that's beside the point. Wow, I like that. Oh, and uh, uh, yeah, I mean, people that you know do anything to a child is the, that's that's literally worse than a murder. Um, so uh, you know, we live in a society where there's is a lot of child exploitation, and you look at like the border. The you know, and you're in Texas too, is because you know we met. You remember meeting me, Brittany, at, at the show, Chrissy Mayer show. I was all awkward, and I talked to you for a second and said, "Hey, Brittany, what's up, babe?" I didn't say that. Yeah, but I didn't say, "Hey, babe." I should have. You maybe remembered me more. Are, are you frozen? Are you there? No. Oh. No, I, I remember. You do remember me. Okay, good. Well, I'm such a goofball. Sometimes maybe you don't remember me. Maybe, you know. Um, I uh, remember you by your scent. You rem you were, uh, you smelled heavily of cigarettes. I don't smoke. Yeah, a lot of people outside were, and you were probably, like, outside. Wow, so I reeked like, like a cigarette. Man. I can't believe that. And But I do smoke weed, so maybe I kind of smell like weed a little bit. I don't oh, know. Oh, no, I smoked weed a lot when I was 18 to 19, and it, it was not weed. Well, I don't smoke cigs. I hate that. I hate that. Seeing that sucks. Like, now I had this, like, you know hot babe that her first memory of me is that i stunk like a marble red cigarette or whatever they were smoking out there like a, some of those people were smoking clove cigarettes god knows what they were vaping stuff that looked like out of a, a the wuhan lab out there what they were smoking outside of chrissy's show so that kind of makes me feel weird that that's what i smelled like i thought you already felt weird I always feel weird. I mean, it's, but that's, I mean, I, now I'm a little more self-conscious because now my insecurities are like, that's what I stunk like. I was out there hugging Chrissy. I'm shaking hands with Anthony Cumia. I'm shaking a lot of people. And now in my head, I'm like, 
Oh, now I got this girl telling me, oh, you know what? When I met you, the one thing I remember is you stunk like a cigarette. So now I'm like, why did I walk around there with some cigarette breath stinking up the place? Like I'm in the episode of Cheers, just ripping cigs. That's terrible. I don't want that. I don't like that. That didn't make me happy. Well, everyone else smelled it too, I'm sure. That's what I'm saying. What the hell, dude? What the hell? That doesn't make it any better, Brit. And you smell delicious. I remember smelling you. I was like, is that lavender? And I don't you smell me? Oh, I smelled you. Just, I could smell you so well. I could still smell you right now. I can close my eyes and I can still smell you. I can smell the lavender. I could smell the bath bomb that you used, you know, just a few days before that. I mean, it was. It was one of the best scents that I've ever smelled because I'm a pheromone expert and the hormonally I can pick up scents. I'm almost like a dog. When my parents got divorced, um, they fought for custody over the family dog more than me. So when I, on the weekends I was with the dog. So I was really technically with the dog more than my parents. So I got a lot of that hormonal instinct. My nose is that of a German shepherd. So when I smelled you, I can actually track you with that. scent. I actually know exactly where you are. Just... Yeah, I know. I know you're in the Metroplex for sure. Yeah. So that's that's how the simps do it. That's they one smell of the coochie. Ways. It's like DMX says, "I smell pussy." Well, can we talk about that real quick? <clears throat> Have you heard of the? Imp- what you hear and listen. It's what you hear and listen. Sips gonna give it to you. X gonna give it to you. Sims gonna what? give it to you. What? Is that scissors? Is what? that scissors? Because I have nail. I have what? See, it's funny you have scissors. These are nail clippers for a cat's n- n- nails because this is why I'm constantly cutting nails. This is I'm a simp. That sucker, I'm a sucker that idolizes mediocre pussy cats. No doubt. I got all the I got the toxoplasmosis. I'm I'm as I'm addicted to taking care of these cats. You're a pussy expert. I guess so. But what are you talking about? Have you ever heard online about girls having bad pH balances? And that's happened to me before where I've gotten with a girl and it, it was it didn't it didn't it's it smelled terrible. So what do you think that was it after you had sex with her? No, it was before. It was before. Was she sexually was active like shortly before you had sex with her? Maybe. I think that's yeah, why. Yeah, because sometimes sometimes it can be like the guy, because this happens to women where the guy will do something and it'll throw off the woman's pH balance. So like let's say a guy like has the wrong saliva and they like put it on their sling schlong, their sling schlong schlinger. And um, then they put it inside her that throws off the pH balance. And then you'll like potentially get something up with your coochie. It's always the man's fault. It's always the man's it is. dirty dick. It is. It's never the it woman's. Is. It's never the woman's diet. It's okay. The fact that tell she me vapes. how she vapes all day long. Do you think does she vape different? through her pussy? Well, I mean, your mouth, I mean, you know, your your vaginal is just another hole that you kind of have like excretion from. I mean, well, there's three ways that women can get a pH imbalance, right? So I assume like because you're sexually active, her possibly she's sexually active, someone else, right? So one is um, bad dick, right? Uh, two, they did something like put something down there. So like, let's say they douche or like they put a harsh soap down there. A That's the second bomb. way. Yeah, they put a bad bath bomb in there. I know that. That's yeah, because I yeah, I bought. I used to actually sell a bunch of. Uh, I accidentally got a bunch of Pakistani bath bombs on Amazon that were toxic, and I gave them to a lot of my ex girlfriends and got a lot of people sick. Wow, that's smart. That didn't really happen. I just made that. Can you send me the link? Yeah, but what I'm just saying, that's a parable for other bath bomb stories that I've heard online. I'm just, I'm trying to sound interesting because I'm trying to relate. You know what I mean? So I sound like I know what I'm talking about. Yeah. And oh, and the third way is if like they put something up them that's not sanitary. So some girls I heard, um, they take crystals and use it as a dildo and then they get their pH messed up because the it's not clean. It's not sanitary. Some crystals like Jade, for example, like fake Jade will have like pores in it. Right. So it collects bacteria and they do this or like these Yoni eggs. They do this because they believe it makes their kachi vibrate at a higher frequency so that they're not low vibrational like um like you no i'm not low vibrational like you were earlier i'm not listen we're all vibrational not anymore we're high vibrational now brit 
You're talking with Primetime 99, Alexander. I'm a vibrational expert. I vibrate like a bumblebee, okay? That's one thing. And let me tell you something. They want to keep us in a low vibrational state because that's a manipulating factor in a way they control us because it keeps us in a constant state of fight or flight. And when we're in that state, we have a hormonal release of cortisol constantly. So we're just like always stressed. And in, in that, you know, um, low vibrational energy, that's how they control us. So the fact that girls stick crystals, uh, unsanitary crystals up their pussy to help their vibrational level, I kind of vibe with that. But I mean, isn't that a little too far? Okay. I'm saying, but isn't a crystal up your coochie? Do you think it works? It depends on the crystal for sure. I mean, if it, I mean, and you the know, clear quartz, maybe you don't need the crystal, but if you're having sex and you hold the crystal, if you're having sex with me and you're holding the crystal, you probably will get some sort of supernatural powers from that. But that's because I have some. That's what you should have did with that girl. You should have like taped a carnelian onto her chest. So which while you girl, have sex which girl with are we talking about? The one with the stinky pussy. Oh yeah. Now she probably needed a little more than a crystal. She needed, she needed that bath bomb from Afghanistan or Pakistan that I was talking about earlier. Um, no, but I, I'm not our vibrational energy and you're going to say I'm low vibrational. Oh, come on. I'm six, three. One of these. That's what I'm saying. If you held that while I romantically caressed you and we did something romantic, there probably would be some sort of supernatural sensation. I wouldn't, I wouldn't, yeah. Wouldn't yeah if we did me. something romantic, yeah. If we did something romantic, that would be pretty supernatural. It would be, you know what I mean? Okay. So what do you think about love about spells? And I'm not saying that's, you know, you're saying that's an impossibility, but you never know. There could be a, a serious. Oh uh, no, I just said it was supernatural. Like I said, you can be on your vibration and like in your reality, whatever you want happens, like it can coexist. You know, that's true. You do. You are the author of your own reality, but I mean, um, you know, let, I guess I can fantasize, right? No, I'm not. That, I can't. Okay. Well, it's not consensual. Sorry. Do you have to have consensual fantasies? Fantasies? Is that how fantasies work? Is that or? But do you like that though on the internet? Yes. Okay. Well, I agree. But I'm saying being on the internet and having you know a lot of guys look after you, it's like Chris Chan or whatever. I'm not calling you Chris Chan. I'm saying having a following, which you do on the internet, is that kind of weird? Like people fawning over you, like making reaction content and stuff. Like, is that does that get annoying, uh, Brittany? Um, I don't know. Usually, I just don't observe them. Like. I make my manager do that. You don't watch anything, any like the drama, any, you know, do you get into uh, YouTube drama or not really? Um, it depends if it's interesting. Like if I were streaming today, maybe I would have covered the H3 Joe Rogan thing. Cause I'd covered it before. So on occasion, if it's funny to me, isn't Ethan Klein the worst though? Or do you like Ethan Klein? I mean, I just think he's the most annoying guy on the internet. And that's oh, coming yeah, from an annoying like, guy myself. He's um, as we like to call it, low vibrational. He's worse than that. I mean, his. And then, what do you think about his wife? Isn't she the worst? Um, I think that she's kind of like, you know, how it, on there's this archetype in cartoons where there's like the like like Pinky and Brain. Like you know how Brain's like he does all the brain work, and he, and Pinky just goes yeah, like that type of archetype. That's kind of her and him. Um, some people might say that's based though. Like if a woman's just like, you know, passive, like doesn't really have much going on in there. I mean, it's like, it's like bimbo Kino. So like, it could be cool, but I don't know the way I feel like if for that to be cool, you have to do it to the right person. Like if you're a woman, you want to like, just go, uh-huh. And be a step for wife or like, just nod to what your husband does in general and just kind of like be passive. You have to do it to a guy that's like, has his shit together and actually is like high vibrational. Do you what we've been using? Is that the dream though for you, Brittany, to be kind of like a wag, like a wife and girlfriend of like a powerful guy and, and take on that kind of domesticated role of the the wife? Because you know they kind of demonize that. You know they want to every feminize everybody and make you be like a, a spinstress and work and you don't have kids. So is that is that do you think that kind of makes people actually want to be the opposite and kind of be like a, a stepford wife? You compounded two questions. I don't know which one you want me to answer. Well, I guess what I'm saying is like, are you motivated to be a Stepford wife? Because that seems like the, the status quo doesn't want women to be like that. Well, no, it's not. So that's not the same as stay at home wife. What I'm saying is like a guy who wants a woman to wipe their feet off on a doormat. That's not what I am. Um, I, I couldn't be if I wanted to. I could I could uh, imagine I'm staring at a blank wall all day and it's just not going to happen. That's just not natural for me. Um, so no, that wouldn't be very compatible if I was just, um, 
a hundred percent brain dead. You know, I try my best. Like I try to just like burn as many brain cells as possible every day. Cause, um, it feels like being intelligent doesn't really serve a woman that much, at least not externally. Maybe if you internalize it and then like, cause that's the thing with bimboism. It's like, it's not about being dumb. It's about choosing to be dumb. And there's a huge difference with that. Well, isn't that kind of hot though? When a girl pretends to be dumb in a way, or is that not hot? Yeah. I don't know why that is. I don't know. Sometimes it is, but I also like a girl that's really intelligent and has a sense of humor. I think that's almost like the most important foundation in a relationship for me is, is the sense of humor. I I really do think that's important. A lot of people don't have it. You have it. You're a troll, but uh, do you have uh, a, listen, I'm single. What is your love life like uh, currently? Or do you not, do not talk about it? I don't know. That's a good question. Um, I would love to know as well. Um, but I think that actually, I don't think at all. I'm a woman. That's right. <laughs> anyway, what were you saying? No, well, I'm just saying, isn't it hard to date in this day and age with the online dating stuff? For me, it's like so sterile. I, I was. Oh, on- yeah, it definitely is. I agree. And, and why is that? Like, why is it so hard to meet somebody in this day and age, in your opinion? Um, I think that it's because. All of the people that maybe the, the ones who are like us that are complaining about it. Actually, you know, I can't even say that. I feel like everyone's complaining about it, but including the participants, which is like, if you don't like it, then stop contributing to it. Like, if you don't like how it's hookup culture and it's like, you know, you're in the talking stage for three months and but they're getting like sex out of it or whatever. If it's like if you don't feel like there's an emotional connection there, then like you have to stop acting as if, you know, it goes back to like the vibrational thing. It's like, change your frequency, like stop making it meaningless, like act as if it's meaningful and then stop participating in something you don't like, essentially easier said than done. I don't think the meaningless sex is even possible. Maybe for one of the people, but for both of them, it's impossible to have meaningless sex because I've tried it. And uh, I feel like that's where I always have issues with girls is when I, you know, don't want to have something serious, but then you'll have sex. That's the ultimate lead on. So don't you think that's a big problem? Yeah, I think that it affects pair bonding and people like to frame it as if it only affects women because women bond through sex more than men do. Um, and men kind of bond through going through stressful things with women or like doing things with them, like an activity um, and by having time away from them, which sucks because women like communicating and that's opposite, which is why we see these problems. Um, but nonetheless, sex is still an intimate thing. So I do think a lot of the time, like both parties are feeling it. Um, but sometimes it'll be like one person's not. And that's why you have that phrase catching feelings, right? So I catch flights. I don't catch feelings. Actually, I don't fly anymore because I don't like the mask policy. Um, what about you? Have you traveled now, uh, uh, since the pandemic started or has it kind of stopped your life or are you not a big traveler? I, tra- I travel during it a couple times, maybe like five times so or something. I guess my question in a roundabout way is, are you of the, do you ascribe to the catch flights, not feelings uh, lifestyle? Um, I'm kind of indifferent to traveling. Like maybe I, I don't, okay. I have traveled alone. Like as in I travel alone and then met my friends. <laughs> um, but I would prefer to travel with someone. So like, I guess I tend to not travel that much. Like sometimes it just depends. And, and you talk about pair bonding. Cause like, I guess more girls, you maybe travel with a guy, but don't you think it's, and I, I'm not saying this is like, I'm some social butterfly, but isn't it hard for adult women to make new friends? I mean, it's hard for adult, adult male. Um, so it's almost kind of hard to find new travel people, even in your like, you know, I know you're still a young person, but you're an adult. You know what I mean? It's not like you're in college anymore or something. Or you have some sort of social thing. So it's a little different kind of making new friends to go do these adventures with, you know. So do you think that's true? It's kind of hard to um, almost meet new people your age. What does that mean? What do you mean my age? Well, I'm just saying anybody age. I'm just saying my my age. Well, I'm people. Anybody meet people in the new age? I guess. Um, yeah, maybe you're trolling me. I'm just. No, you said my age. You're 25. I think you said earlier, but I'm saying is that easy to meet other 25? I didn't say I was 25. 
Oh, I thought you did. Well, I don't know. It doesn't matter what your age is. I don't care about your age. I'm just saying people in, I guess, the range of people that you would hang out with, is it easy to make friends this day and age? I don't think it is, Brittany, because I'm awkward. When I met you, it's kind of awkward. You kind of seem kind of awkward. I'm saying it's kind of hard to make friends. Am I wrong? I'm awkward now, too. First, I'm old. Now I'm awkward. I didn't say either of those things. I said you're a little awkward, but you are a little awkward. You know that. You know this, Brittany. This isn't the thing. I'm a little awkward. We're you're all- putting words in my mouth. I never said I would listen. I never said on this show I was awkward. Okay, I'm not saying you're awkward. You're very uh, uh, attractive female. So guys are kind of awkward around you. Probably, I guess is really what I'm trying to more insinuate. So maybe I'm the awkward one. Have you ever like self talk down to yourself before? Most people would say yes, unless they're psychotic narcissists, right? No, I've never. I'm perfect. Everything I've ever done is incredibly perfect. Like I've never made a mistake in my life. So no, I've never talked down to myself. As a matter of fact, I only put myself up because I wouldn't look in the mirror at this beautiful uh, mosaic, a piece of art and ever say anything negative about it. That would make me, that would go against God. That would be, that would be uh, 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 terrible to do that. So no, I've never. That's true. It would be against God. Um, assuming you're talking about the Abrahamic God, but you know, for people who do talk down themselves, not you though, cause you're, um, you know, God didn't make any mistake. Um, most people will accept that like the down talk to themselves to some extent, like, Oh, I'm not that good at this. Um, I'll never be good at it. Oh, I'm not that attractive today or like whatever their self-concept is in the negative version. Right. So like you have to like, do better. I do need to do better. Hey, I agree. I got a lot of room for improvement. I'm proud to have done that. I got a lot of room for improvement. Okay. So, but, but one of the ways I improve though is by exposing the Illuminati. So what do you think about nine uh, 11? Do you think it was orchestrated by people within our own government to start a never ending war in the middle East and uh, usher in the project for Wait, New York, American century? I have one more point. Wait, okay. I have one more point okay. for the last thing I said. Yes. Um, so why are you saying it? Like, you don't want to hear, it? I'm not going to say it. No, you say the point. I was just no, talking about- you don't want to hear it. You're like, okay. Because you're trolling nine and nine Alex Stan on the grind. And I know you're saying I have a lot of room for improvement. Am I one to disagree? I agree. I got a lot of room. So where else can I improve, Brittany? Where else can you tell me on your Yelp review okay. of the Alex Stein show? Please. I would love to hear it. Okay. And how so, many stars are you giving me? Okay. So what are you an Uber? So, Kinda. um, Uber well, for an Uber driver, you do talk a lot. So Uber maybe I'll make a star. Um, so when you talk down to yourself, right? Like when you talk to somebody else, it's not acceptable, right? So like if I say like, oh, I feel ugly today. I look so ugly. But imagine like I go outside and I tell a person, you look so ugly. Like that's what you just did to me. You were like, you're so awkward. It's like, yeah, if I call myself awkward, that's fine. Cause like I'm good enough to do that. Oh but, like, my God. Because this is how so. I talk to myself. Because when I look in the mirror, I go, you're a freak Alex. You need help. You need help. So that's the least I can do. I'm so awkward. That's the least I can do is just self project that maybe you're awkward and you're not. You're yeah, a social you are butterfly. Projecting. You're a social butterfly. You're the most socially perfect person. Least well, I didn't awkward. say that you're projecting again. Okay, I have a projection problem. They call me projector. They call me prime time the projector. I used to go, I used to do the projector dance at the school dances. So yes, forgive me for my projection. But okay, so enough about the improvement that I need a bunch. People are you know trolling me in the chat, but um, listen, I'm I'm the one. But I'd like to get into a little bit of conspiracies because our time is running out. I know you want to get out okay. of here because I know you don't like. You know, obviously, you don't like me simping too hard. You know, I can just tell your vibrational energy. You're not. You don't want to vibe with the primetime 99 Alex sign. You know, I need to improve a lot before you'll vibrate near me. Is that correct? Well, how you can improve it. So you could always become a Freemason, you know. See, without conspiracy stuff, that's a high. What do you think about the 33rd degree? What if I told you I was a 33rd degree Freemason and that I have uh, secret knowledge and secret architecture that I could actually build you like uh, a really cool. Let me uh, see your jacket. Let me see your cuffs. No, you're LARPing. I am LARPing a little bit. And no, people, I got it. I need one of my cards. Uh, shoot, where's one of my cards? People always freak out because I have a Freemasonry uh, uh, square and compass on my on my cards. So people are like, oh, you're a 33rd degree Freemason. And I'm 100% LARPing just because I like to troll people. Or like people get it like, oh, I am a Freemason. Da, 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 da. So, yes. What do you think about the Freemasonry uh, in the 33rd degrees and Isaac Weishaupt that started, I guess, the Illuminati that it's kind of based out of? 
Um, well, I only know a few of them, but the few that I know are people that I know decently well. Um, my manager is a Freemason, so um, wow. I mean, the individuals I know are good, but you know, not all of them are. So, so you're a Freemason lover or managed by a Freemason. So we know that you're a New World Order agent. Wow. So you're definitely going to usher us in. I'm this. an agent. Oh, this really is the conspiracy talk. Yeah. If I'm an agent, how about they give me some health insurance? I, I think agree. that's an order. Don't you think the CIA should give you some health insurance? And uh, I mean, uh, listen, and that's what the, the CIA would be smart to hire you, Brittany, because you are, you know, that's what they use, the honeypot, like the Ghislaine Maxwell. So what do you think? Do you think Jeffrey Epstein killed himself? Um, so you want me to actually say my opinion? Like, it, like, are you aware? So like, for okay, so for example, first you asked me about 911, and now you're asking me about this. Like, go I don't back. know how you're getting away with it on YouTube. I talk about this stuff all the time. We might get, I hopefully don't get striked. I mean, a lot of times I have to delete the videos, honestly. But uh yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I talk about Gilead. I don't want this episode to get deleted. I like this one. Wow. No, see, now we're simping. Now we're vibrating, right? I like that. No, but what I'm saying is uh, just let's just risk it. Try to talk about, yeah, talk about talk about 9-11. Uh, talk about uh, uh, Jeffrey Epp. I mean, you think uh, Bill Clinton was on the Lolita Express 26 times just eating popcorn and candy? Or do you think he was uh, doing some freaky deaky stuff with some uh, children and uh, committing uh, heinous crimes? Oh, I'm sure he was getting some nice massages from Ghislaine Maxwell. I'm sure that's what was happening. You know, Epstein got his and, you know, she's like the flight attendant. She's the foot attendant on the Lolita Express. She just massages the passengers feet before they sink them into the white clean sand of the pure island of um what is the island called little saint james i believe is what it's called little saint james island see even it has a pure name how godly little saint james and and the thing is she uh gillane her dad was a guy robert maxwell who was like a media baron so like she was like even though she did like there's pictures of her massaging and her and jeffrey epstein kind of dated and so she, she dated like um prince andrew so she was actually pretty high up uh pretty important person and from from what I from what I understand, so it's just like weird to think like all these celebrities are connected with like people that literally procure children for sex, and it just gets swept under the rug. It's not really uh, like it's it's known about, but we all have cognitive dissonance, and we kind of just choose to like not believe it or not think that um, people that are in power were involved. Well, they're the ones who would be able to afford it, so I don't see why it wouldn't be them. Like they have unlimited resources and they're exposed to they're essentially going to be hypersexual they're they're getting sex thrown at them 24 7 most of them tend to take it unlimited resource that's a recipe for disaster isn't it yeah and i know you don't like porn and uh and like i think that's probably kind of part of the mental like uh uh warfare i guess or whatever like the psychological operation to make people like disconnected with each other because they're all like cranking it to like this like un um attainable like yeah, sexual it, it makes you complacent you think it makes you complacent like less you don't have to go out and chase a girl and like a normal instinctual you would like in the jungle like a tiger would because you're just sitting in your cave you know cranking it all day well but. it's not even just that it's that and that it's a primal urge and probably prioritize especially for men over anything else right so what would be the most effective thing right it would be to utilize pornography because they're too busy thinking about kutchi all day and uh being low energy as you said so it's kutchi is that anime porn or something what is that what what's kutchi what was the word you use i love learning new stuff what is that Poontang. oh Poontang. well i know that pooty tang do you remember the movie pooty tang with chris rock that was directed by louis ck you're too young you probably don't remember that movie no. Oh, now I'm young. Now I'm the you're too tree young. of You're too life, pretty huh? to know that. You're too pretty to know that. You're too smart to know that. You're too. Okay. That's now, true. Uh, but Brittany, you know, in, you, listen, guys fawn over you over the internet. I don't want to simp too much. You know, I, I want to simp the right, the right amount. Wow. $33 donation. Get Sagami on. Tell me this though. What about you uh, uh, in donations? What's the craziest stream you've ever had with donations in your life, Brittany? As a content I had a stream I had a stream where someone donated um so two streams like that were kind of like one after the other so within like a few days 
they donated seventy thousand dollars. So like Brittany, that was pretty crazy. Shut, but that was a few years Brittany, back. Shut your mouth before I reach to the computer and end this stream. Somebody donated a seventy thousand dollar dog coin or some shite or what? Did you American U.S. dollars that much money? Yeah, it was. Uh, had to pay the government a chunk of it, but yeah. Was it like the Sultan of Brunei? I mean, listen, and I'm not even hating. I'm not hating because I get donations from people. I can't believe Shay Shay TK. Sometimes every single stream, they'll give me 25, 50 bucks. I'm like, man, this is a lot of money. I, I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful. And I think my mind, like these people probably aren't super rich or anything. You know, they probably have enough money where it's not going to like make them where their the food's off their table. But for somebody to make a donation like that, dude, you'd almost think that they have so much money. They don't even know what to do with it. So, like, can you at least give us a little background on that? I'm so interested um, in a donation like that. Do you feel obligated? Do you feel guilty? Because that's another thing is I don't feel guilty to the people that donate. But, like, I do. People that donate, I do want to connect with them or be nicer to them because you kind of have to. Why not? That would be a jerk for somebody that wants to support me to be rude to them. Uh, so but do you feel that obligation to not want to, you know, Hey, I'm Brittany Venti. You know, you support me this much. I feel like I owe you a little bit of attention, at least for that. Actually, um, when I messaged him, oh, and then he also gave my friend like $30,000 and it like changed her life because she was actually able to move out and stuff. That will change anybody's um, life. Even if you're pretty rich, $30,000 is life changing. Even if you spend so, it on a vacation or something, that could change your life. Sorry. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, but like when her and I had messaged him, like he's the type of guy he'll just like ignore your message. He he like basically just ignored us. He threw he so threw you did a bunch reach of money out back us. to him. So you did, yeah. So you were dude, how you would have to? I would have to be like, hey, why did you give me this much money? Is this a scam? I would always be. I almost think it's nervous when somebody signs up for my Patreon for a hundred bucks a month. I'm like, why are they giving me a hundred bucks a month? I appreciate it, but like, are they running a scam on me? So did you feel that at first? Like, is this guy pulling some fast one on me or something? No, because he had been around on the stream a while and had been supportive of the stream. And um, I found out later what he does for a living. So it makes sense. Obviously, I'm not going to disclose who he is. I don't think my uh, Illuminati handlers will let me talk about that. But well, anyway, your Freemason handlers, excuse you, uh, is what it is. Yeah. And um, he was just like, yeah, because I support what you do. And he like particularly. um the political takes. And, and and what are our political takes? I mean, right now, I mean, don't you think the world, I mean, it doesn't matter if you're on the right or left side. I mean, we're being run, in my opinion, we're being run by multinational corporations that are just able to buy influence uh, through political action committees. So these corporations, they're not human beings, you know? So I think that's probably one of our biggest problems is that's why they're destabilizing America because these are worldwide corporations that want to destabilize America in order for them to make money, more money in other countries. So what do you think about politically is going on our biggest problem right now? Well, yeah, because it's like you have politicians. How much do they get paid salary, right? Like not even six digits usually, right? So it's like, but then you look up their net worth and they're like worth millions on millions of dollars. So, yeah, how does that happen, right? How does Nancy Pelosi have so much money? She's been in politics forever and she's like hundreds of millions of dollars yet. Yeah, I think she makes like $170,000 or maybe now because she's so high up, she probably makes like 300000 because she's, you know, ex a speaker of the, you know what I mean? Because she has some sort of authority. But yeah, that still doesn't average up to $100 million. <laughs> you know, it doesn't. These people are, the game is rigged. So it's like, how do we not be nihilistic blackpilled? Or is that how you are, Brittany, a little bit? Like, we're just getting played by these social engineers and we can't do anything about it. So we just need to, like, kind of troll people on the Internet to, you know, pass the time. Because that's what I do. I'm just like you. I troll people on the Internet. This is what I, I mean. Not That's all we do. I'm a content creator. I'm just saying this is what I think the most important people should do is create something. Um, not enough people do it. Because the world's kind of a crappy, sucky place. So this is like my only joy, at least for me. And I'm sure, is that similar to you? I'm sure you like doing the content. Um, yeah, it's it's it can be fun at times. Um, that's good that you encourage people to create things, but perhaps not everyone. Just being, just because you can doesn't mean you should. You know, I got an Uber today, and um, I realized this. This is a life changing Uber for me. Cause I don't interact with people a lot in general. 
Um, obviously, I have a social job, but outside of that, I'm relatively asocial. So I got in my Uber, and uh, five minutes later, he asks me, like, oh, do you have a mask? I'm like, no. So he gives me a mask. And then he was like, yeah, you have to wear one, Uber says. And I was like, oh, well, we're in Texas, and not every Uber cares. And so he was like, oh, but but you have to. And then he goes on this whole rant about, like, um, how it's – how you have to, and you could get in trouble for it. And then he said something that caught my attention. He said, it's such a simple thing to do. It's so simple. Like as if it were an advertisement, it's so easy. Just put your mask on. And it occurred to me that the thought had never crossed his mind that just because it was easy, doesn't mean that he should do it. You know, why should you inconvenience yourself based on something for what does he have any analytical data that suggests that it would help? I doubt it. Um, he didn't come across to me as somebody who would have that sort of knowledge anyway. And, you know, he never, it never crossed his mind to question the complacency. Like he just, just like, it's so easy to be complacent. Well, yeah. Well, duh. I but mean, he never thought of that. I mean, I agree because this is like, if people were just, because they think it's so easy, that's almost how they, you know, tricked anybody to doing it. And listen, even the CDC says basically their facial decoration, if it's not like a K95, you know, some super uh, uh, mask, you know, some heavy duty thing. So literally what this is, is about compliance. And that's why they make it something easy like that. Like even if it was as easy as showing your your vaccine passport or whatever it is, like they're always going to say, oh, it's an easy thing to do um, because that's how they convince everybody to do it. But like the problem with is the problem is nobody wants to do the thinking themselves. They want to just let, oh, somebody else figured it out. Oh, science. And now like science has replaced God in society. So everybody's like, oh, well, the science has figured it out. I can't think for myself. And that's really where we're at. And we can only say so much stuff because of medical misinformation on YouTube. So we want to say everybody wear two masks and everybody get your vaccine. It's the most safe and effective thing ever created. But uh, people will never do their own, uh, you know, look into them themselves because they're lazy. So we kind of have a lazy and dumb society, Brittany. Yeah. And uh, is it that they're dumb because they're lazy is the question. Well, is that see, like as a content creator, you had to be proactive. You know it was hard the first time you cut on the camera and you started talking to a microphone, even if it was in your you know bedroom or wherever you start. Um, so it's like, are people is that the problem with society? Like you're talking about, not everybody should create. I think everybody should create, even if it's not that good. If you're being proactive, if it helps you, like I, I think it can actually help you get you involved, like with um, creating, I guess, positive stuff in your life. Like you can always look back at a video. 10 years and you're never going to be mad that you made it 10 years from then. Uh, you know, that's what I'm saying. So that's why, even though it may not be the best. Thing I don't know. You, you saw Ishri Ishri delete his, uh, if you're yelling the N word or whatever on some video, that's not good. You probably shouldn't delete that. But you know what I mean? Like if you're trying to like make like, like a cringy video and it's not that good, you're not going to be mad at yourself 10 years that you tried. I think everybody should take chances like with creative stuff. But let's go back into Ethan. Yeah, what? just like my Uber driver, he created a one-star review. That's amazing. what he gave you? He gave you a one-star or you gave him a one-star? No, I, I actually didn't even invest energy into it. I just clicked skip. That's smart. And I was That's like, good. oh, thanks for the mask. Like, I was being really sarcastic, but he wasn't catching on. Like, he would go on about like, how you can get in trouble for various things in the car. Like someone tried to bring a baby into the car, but he was like, but I don't have a car seat and that's illegal. And wait, it's like, wait, wait, Brittany, I, have to cut I, you like, off. I didn't think about that. Wait. So, so he said he, somebody tried to bring a baby on and he like said, no, this guy's that yeah. big a rule stickler. Yeah. So I was like, wow, that's so crazy. Thanks for the mask. This guy is insane. <laughs> Somebody's holding a baby in the backseat of a car and he said, get out. Yeah. And then he went on to say, like, there was a time someone got arrested over it or something. I don't know. He was a Janny. Did you get an Uber Janny? What's a Janny? What is that? A janitor? What they is do that? it for free. What? It's somebody who is basically a hall monitor. They do it for free. Wow. But like for the worst reason possible, like not a good fun outcome, but like a boring, shitty one. That's the difference. Well, and people probably do do that. Like the retired people that don't even need the money. They just like want to like interact with people in a weird way. So they like drive. Uber. They're like Karen's. There's a lot of Karen's too. people love to complain. I mean, this Yelp based society. I mean, it's just that's kind of like the toxic nature of the low vibrational energy that we create. 
is, you know, that's where a lot of this, you know, toxic um, uh, uh, relationship with each other comes from. Do you think the internet's the most toxic place in the world? No, I think that's Wuhan. There is no Illuminati. It's basically one giant NFT scam. Right click and save to level up your vibrations. That was a $20 donation. What do you think about NFT and Bitcoin, Brittany? Um, I think they're cool. I don't think NFTs are that cool. I think they're a scam. Like you're buying some sort of digital receipt on the blockchain for something. I'm not an NFT expert, but it seems. I mean, of- nobody's really getting hurt from this and it kind of fucks over the government. So I don't really care. Yeah, I like Bitcoin. I mean, I think that's important. I think we got to have more applications like this. This NFT is just an application of Bitcoin, I believe. We just need to have more applications for it. You know, you should be able to buy a hamburger with Bitcoin. And in some places you can. You can use a Bitcoin ATM and stuff. But just, you know, it needs to be more accessible for it to, you know, gain even more steam. But that's the future. Uh, so what do you think about, like, the One World Order? Did we get into that? You know, it comes out of uh, uh, Genesis chapter 11. It's the story of the Tower of Babel, and uh, Nimrod wanted to create a tower to the kingdom of heaven to kill God. And what God did is he made everybody speak different languages. And this is uh, Genesis chapter 11, verse 9. If you invert it, you flip it, that's 9-11. And what uh, humanity is doing today is they're trying to reverse engineer that and make us all under one ruler, one God, one currency, and that would be Satan in order uh, to take over the world. So what do you think about the New World Order, Brittany? Um, do you know for a fact it's for Satan? Is that the perspective you have? Well, it's for some sort of paganistic deity. It might not just be Satan, Lucifer, Baal, Baphomet. Well, do you really ask yourself this? Do you really think that the people pushing for that, the collective, do you really think that they think they're serving Satan? Sure, there's some crazies out there that think that, right? And they're happy to serve an evil. But do you really think that they would put so much effort, right, to make a new world order just to serve something morally bad? Because most people, you know, they say the road to hell is paved with good intentions. Um, So a lot of people will try to do good or think that they're doing good when they're not doing good. So, you know, it begs the question if they actually believe that if it's for Satan or in their perspective, is it for what they believe is God and what's right? Well, I would just say like the people in power that like if you do anything, you know, with a child, you know, you have to believe in like almost like Satan. And so it's like the stuff that, that these people have done behind closed doors is like, you know, you, you hear about like the blood of children, supposedly is like anti-aging stuff. Like, is that fake? Is that real? I tend to believe that, you know, is is, you know, possible. Um, so like is is the idea that there's people that the social engineers that rule the world that they're influenced by Satan, by an inverted God from the Bible. I think that's really possible. And you look at the influence of like Aleister Crowley and guys like Jack Parsons and a guy like L. Ron Hubbard who created Scientology, they were all part of like a secret sex magic cult that worshipped um Satan, that literally worshipped the devil. So yeah, in these secret societies, uh, the idea of like uh, Lucifer or Baal or Moloch worship, uh, you look at the Bohemian Grove, which has been basically like, you know, shown a lot of people know about it. They even do a sacrifice to Moloch, which is like a paganistic god, which is like another, um, you know, representation of the devil, basically. So yeah, I do think they LARP as Satan worshipers in order to be edgy, in order to say, oh, look at all these dumb Christians in the real world. But really, like if you worship Satan and you do his, you know, uh, stuff you'll 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 be rewarded in like the kingdom of hell i guess is what they think yeah and like i said there's definitely crazy people who are happy to be you know we call these people psychopaths right um who have bad morals but i have to question if somebody is a group of people is proactively trying to do a new world order um would they really believe they're doing it for a bad reason or for a good reason well, I mean, some people can be tricked to, to think they're doing a, a good reason, you know, but you think, oh, the United Nations is helping us out. But like, it's not going to be a good thing if like the United Nations, you know, puts troops on, you know, the American soil and we become all under one ruler. That's not that's literally what they want. Like when I talk about the multinational corporations that rule the world, it's because these corporations want to have, a, you know, control over all of the, the supply chains, all of the customers, all of the, you know, uh, their employees. They want to have. They are never going to stop. They don't have the ability to be empathetic or like be, you know, human. So, you know, they're, they have to monopolize the world. And so that, that's one of the biggest problems, in my opinion, 
And so that's why it's what's leading the new world order, whatever you want to call it, the globalization of the world. It's because we've lost that connection to human uh, and, and the people that are in charge, the few social engineers, are like evil people. Like the Vatican Church is a perfect example. When they catch people like you know doing stuff with a child, they send them to another country that's away from jurisdiction so they, they can get away from it. So like, we have evidence of evil people doing evil stuff to children. So the far-fetched idea that, that their idea for global control is based in Satanism or, or is you know satanic influence, I think that's actually a strong possibility and not, not that far-fetched. I think it's a strong possibility you have people on uh, both sides trying to accomplish that same goal for what in their mind is the same thing. Yeah, that's true. So you have the, this, this, the, fact, the sector of people that are doing what you said, right, um, who are doing morally bad things. And then I think there are people on the other sector who do morally good things and they might have similar goals. So that's just my point in that. Wow. Well, as in as in the new world order, as in the similar goal, like combining. But yeah, it's pretty overall it's pretty evil. Um obviously we're on the same page with morally bad people being okay. bad and that they're psychotic. Okay, I have to end it. I always have to end the interview with this. Okay, what do you think about the nineteen sixty nine to nineteen seventy two moon landing? Um Let's see. So I would say like 9-11 and moon landing are kind of like, and like chemtrails. Those were all like the first ones I heard about. Um, at the end of the day, I don't really think the moon landing matters. I think what matters is how cool the Rolex was that ended up on the moon. And I kind of want one. So, yeah. Okay. What about this? I mean, so you've looked into it a little bit. Obviously, I, I consider myself a, you know, a moon landing expert. It's, it's basically impossible to go to the moon today. And they tell us we can't leave low Earth orbit. So I just find it hard to believe that in 1969 through 1972, we were able to go through the Van Allen radiation belt six times on one take of gas and then, you know, drive to the moon on, in a little dune buggy, you know, coming out of the lunar lander and play golf. It's all laughable. But where I go is this is where I lose people all the time. And I hate to even admit it because it's so annoying, but I'm a geocentrist. I believe Earth is the center of the universe. And I don't think we live on a spinning ball, but I don't like to say flat Earth because you sound like an idiot um, uh, freak. But what do you think about the shape of the Earth, Brittany? Um, again, I don't really think the shape of the Earth actually matters. I think that's like missing the point. Um, so I feel like the point that should be made about that, if you believe the Earth wasn't a ball would be that every that the people who are in power are feeding you lies for a reason and what is that reason i think that's where the question should be um so i don't really care if the earth is round or not but personally i practice traditional astrology um and i appreciate it for its poetic sense and and how poetic the planets are and what they represent how many parallels there are in the divination sense and in the sense of uh, practical use and uh archetypes analyzing archetypes so i'm going to tend to believe that the earth isn't literally the center because yep. that would conflict with traditional astrology well no i think that yeah astrology is important like i think astrology is almost real i mean it is real i'm just saying like i i i personally do think it is important but uh uh even though the earth is not a spinning ball you know the the astrology uh can still work you know i guess maybe it's not the exact center but basically we are it's this we are the center to us is, is what i feel like uh based on our perspective and Albert Einstein and Isaac Newton said, we couldn't tell if everything else in the sky is moving and we're standing still or if we're, we're moving and everything else is basically standing still uh, in relation to us. So you're right. I guess it, I think it is important because it, it comes down to this. It's like they want to make us, you know, believe that we evolved from pond scum. So do you believe uh, that we evolved, I guess, you know, for one of our last questions, do you believe that we evolved or do you think that there was a creator and that, you know, uh, God, I guess, or, or, or maybe a, simulation theory a computer created created us um i tend toward that it's a simulation just simply from my own experience of how laughable things can be and like almost comedically timed and like kind of scripted uh, a lot of things in my personal life i've noticed like for example um the other day uh i was hanging out with my friends and I was going on a femcell monologue. I was just like essentially halfway ship posting um, just for the sake of complaining because it's kind of fun. And um, 
my, I didn't realize this, but I had my phone in my hand and I started telling them, you know what guys, you know how dogs and these, and all my friends are male friends, by the way. And you know how dogs are food motivated? I think I'm dick motivated. And then I looked at my phone and it turns out I was on the phone call with my ex for two and a half minutes and he was listening. So, you know, and that's like basically impossible. I don't know how that happened. I haven't talked to this person in many months, almost a year. And like they somehow were called on my phone. Somehow the phone app opened. Somehow they were called in the middle of me going on a fem cell monologue and talking about how I'm dick motivated. You know, that's he pretty comedic that. timing. I mean, he yeah, heard you so. say this inner monologue. And, 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 and why is that? Why do we get carnally dick motivated? Like, uh, I'm, I'm just saying, like, where I, that's when sometimes I get like pussy motivated. Like, I'll hang out with a girl that I, her personality is terrible. Just to go get laid. So you, so that's that happens with you too, where you're almost dick motivated. You, no, 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 no. So when I'm saying dick motivated, I don't mean the sense of just getting laid or something. I mean in the sense of like dating someone, okay. like being in a relationship. That's what I mean when I say dick motivation. Not I not like casual not sex just or have something. Casual sex. Okay, because that's what I'm saying. I'm kind of thinking more as, uh, casual sex. Like casual sex is impossible. You really can't have it in this day and age. Uh, uh, you know, for not for two people. I mean, maybe somebody's like, oh, I have all this casual sex, but you have oxytocin, this hormonal response whenever you have sex with somebody. So it's like, I mean, unless you just get like so numb to that because you're like a literal prostitute or like porn star or something, but like any normal person that has like a normal amount of sex is going to start to catch feelings. It's, a, it's I just think it's like an almost an impossibility. Yeah, I definitely agree. And also, um, I want to respond to what Chad's saying. All my friends are guys, red flag. No, not all my friends are, are guys. It's just that in that situation, the female that we all hang out with, my friend, she was sick. So she stayed home and I was with them. I have a lot of female friends. I, I agree that it's a red flag if a woman doesn't have female friends, but my closest friend is a female. So. Well, Brittany, what an interview. It was, you know, it was chaotic. I accidentally called you awkward and you almost cut my head off. And then, you know, uh, you know, I simped for you. Almost. You didn't it's cut not it too late. Off. You didn't cut it off. Well, that's what I'm saying. Are we now we have to meet in person. Now we have to create content because you're in the Metroplex. We have to go do something, uh, Brittany, where I can simp for you in person. Because listen, 357 people, that's just on the YouTube watching. That's a lot for me. I know for you, that's like nothing. But for me, that's a lot. Uh, so I'm saying that people love you, Brittany. I think they kind of like our weird chemistry. So I'm saying, you know, uh, uh, hopefully again, we can create some content in the future, maybe not a long form interview, but something, uh, um, you know, I would love to, because I like your perspective. I think for, uh, I, I think you're outspoken. I think that you're uh, unapologetically yourself and more people should be like that. Thank you. Yeah, I think it was I think it was a good episode. I don't know. What does chat think? I don't know. What do they think? Do they guys like it? Uh, still, I mean, it's going crazy. Did, did I even send you the link? Are you looking at the chat? I don't know if you have. Yeah. It. Yeah. Yeah. I'm looking I mean, at chat right now. I mean, look at what they're saying. They're, I don't know what they're saying. They're calling me a simp. They're calling me all kinds of stuff, Brittany. But listen, I don't even I don't even hardly read the chat. I know you read the chat. I get to be so distracted as a streamer. Um, oh, that's one thing actually I want to ask you. Uh, um, I, for me, it changed my life. I know you said not everybody should necessarily create content, but like, don't you think it's kind of great though, Brittany, that you get to be your own boss basically. And you know, you can talk into your microphone and you have your own studio. And obviously we're not the same as like CNN or something, but basically we kind of are, I mean, really. Uh, and I'm not trying to toot our own horn. I'm just saying like, you are entertainment for a lot of people that they don't go to the mainstream. So don't you think it's kind of cool that you get to be your own content creator like that this day and age? I didn't realize how cool it would be. That's what I'm trying to say for myself. No more girl bossing, only girl napping, girl eating, girl sleeping. You know, I just don't view it as like this. Um, Cause I started a long time ago and I never viewed it as like this influencer ask like wow stardom thing i purely viewed it as a job because i was orphaned and needed money so that's how i started in the lens i saw it through is like a job um not really like oh cool but i do see the aspect of like i like that i can give people information like about like anti-porn stuff and to have it out there so it can contribute some good i do like that however um my main interest would be whatever motive, whatever progresses me toward the goal of uh, being married to someone that is faithful as I am and wants to soul bind with me. So that that would be a little more exciting. But, you know, this is fun to pass the time, I suppose. 
Well, we should maybe go out and soul bind us a little bit, see if our souls bind a little bit, smack them together a little bit, see if they connect. You never know. You can't. You still have one? I still have that. a soul. Yeah, barely, somehow, some sort of way. Okay, Brittany, what do you want to leave the people with? Where do they? I mean, obviously, they can find you guys the link to all of Brittany's uh, channel. Please go and, and, and go and say that you saw her in the conspiracy castle and that you're a simp for her so she'll think I'm cool. Um, but like, what do you kind of want to leave the people with? And like, uh, you know, I, you know, people ask goes, what do you got going up? But I know you're streaming all the time. You're always creating content. So you always have something coming up. Um, but like, what do you kind of want to leave the people with, uh, Brittany? Um, I stream on YouTube, Brittany Venti. And I guess I want to leave you guys with AIDS. No, you don't. Do not. You're trying to be an edge lord and trying to be cool. You don't want to give me AIDS. You want to give me cooties because you have a baby crush on well, you. I wasn't talking about you. You asked what I wanted to leave them. So I'm making it about you. I, I want to take you. I, like I want to take. Can we, about them. can we go to like the thrift store or something and make a cool? I'm going to go on a femso monologue right now. Can we go on a vlog? We need to go do a vlog doing something in the Metroplex. Maybe go to Six Flags or something. Brittany, do you like roller coasters? No, I don't. They of give me course. motion sickness. I knew you and I don't like, like heights. I knew you in like roller coasters. I knew it. I love it. Well, well, I'm so wow. Yeah, Brittany, you look like such a boring bitch. Yeah, I knew you in like. You roller just coasters. don't look like a roller coaster. I just could tell you're you not just a don't roller look coaster. Fun. I know roller coaster hoes because I am, am a roller coaster hoe. So I know one when I see one. So you're you're like a, you're like a. Um, yeah, I'm sure you love the cunt carousel and the whole carnival. Yeah, yeah. I love carnies. Yeah, the cunt carousel. <laughs> God, Brittany, I'm sipping for you hard. Okay, well, this isn't our last time. Now that we're digital friends, um, you're going to look be on the lookout, guys, for more Alex Stein and uh, Brittany Vinti content in the future. That Listen, this was a start. This was, for me, it was an awkward takeoff. Did the landing go okay? I mean, uh, you know, it's okay. Did the moon landing go was the real question. No, that was fake. We can't even get the glove part to work, much less like the suits that could go from 200 degrees Fahrenheit to negative 200 degrees Fahrenheit instantly. We don't even have the suit technology, much less the, much less the rocketry to go there. So the moon landing's fake, but what is not fake is your beauty and your charm and your just overall demeanor is is not fake. And I appreciate that because more women need to be uh, dominant, outspoken, and anti-porn, you know, even though I'm dominant. I, you're dominant. You're projecting bro. again. You want you to just... dominate me. I need a spanking for being bad. I wish you would dominate me. But what is it? Is the scream over? Is the show over? I click. Okay, we have to go. All right. Bye, Brittany. Thank you. See you guys. Go go tell Brittany uh, uh, we sent you. Okay, see you guys. Peace. Say bye, Brittany. Bye. Okay, don't. No. Okay, that's cool.